This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back, clutch your crystals, and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. I don't have any announcements today, but if you guys would like to watch the full video of this interview and interviews done with other guests, including bonus episodes that you are not going to be able to hear here publicly, please go over to patreon.com slash coven of rejects. There's also all kinds of additional content that I put there. I offer different tiers that offer different things. So pay attention to the description of those tiers. Pick what works best for you, and let's get into this week's episode with Lucky. Welcome back to the podcast, Lucky. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. I want to start off this episode, first of all, by talking about your glow up, like energetically, physically, mentally, since the last time that I interviewed you, I think it was last season to now you are just like radiating a completely different energy and tone about you. I am trying to be, I I know, especially like when I had my main account before I lost that account, I was all over the place. And honestly, even like talking with some of my friends, like I'm trying to like not get the way I used to be when it comes to certain situations, which is how I lost my main account to begin with. I'm trying to like work on myself a lot. <laughs> well, I think that you've had to do, like, you've been forced to do a lot of like maturing over the last, I mean, what is it? Has it been a year since we interviewed? Uh, oh my God. It has been because I think I had just moved into my new house. And that was in like January of 2022. Yeah. So like over a year ago. Wow. So much has happened in a year. Yeah. So where, so last time that I had you on, um, Ooh, I can't remember the specific descriptor that you used, but you were very like painful magic all the way, all that you're fucking with putting everybody in a jar at the time. There was a lot of like controversy going on on social media. Where do you feel like your kind of magical practice is resting right now? Um, I mean, obviously I still do baneful. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've been diving into like necromancy and stuff like that as well. Um, I've definitely been working on doing like self-love workings, glamour workings, especially what Lilith, she's kind of been getting on me about that. Like you need to do something for you. Because there, uh, like, there was a point, especially last year, where I would get so triggered so quick, you know, and just 
I didn't really think about myself. I was always just thinking, oh, that person pissed me off. I got to do this. I got to do this. But no, I'm trying to take a step back from that and be like, they could talk all they want. I'm going to do something for me. I love that you're doing more. So you and Miss Honey kind of swip swapped because when Miss Honey was on the first time, she was like, I'm all love magic. And then this last time she was just on, she's like, oh, I'm getting baneful. And then you had come on like, ooh, I'm just here to fuck shit up. And then now you're like, and I'm doing the love. Especially, like I said, the self-love and the glamour workings, like that has been like my thing as of lately. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I still do obviously baneful work workings and stuff like that, but I'm trying not to do it as much because I, there, there has to be a balance. There has to be. I feel like that is what is lending to you having a change of energy is that you have evolved the workings that you're doing. And when you're doing something, this is my personal opinion. You can tell me your thoughts on it, but when you're doing one specific type of energy working all of the time that is where you are always focused and so you're not able to um like even expand in other areas at the time if your whole focus is on one thing it's sense? very exhausting and it i mean even too much you know positive magic too much of a good thing have you ever heard of that like there's got to be that balance and that's one thing that i'm trying to teach myself uh, right before we got on uh, this, I so I was like, you know what, because we're getting ready yeah. to pack. I'm like, it's been a minute since I just gave like a run through of just like my life. And so I was writing on my notepad, a three minute voiceover that I want to do over just like a daily activity video to just talk about things. And in the end of it, I said, you know, this is so that you can understand that healers and people who do like, uh, you know, energy workings and stuff. It's not that we've never been through anything. It's that we've had to go through these things to understand how to like heal people. And it's not all love and light. If everybody tells you that their life has always been fucking peaches and gumdrops, but it's they're going to give you no. And then like, I wouldn't want someone giving me a reading that doesn't have any street smarts. <laughs> Well, like the thing with me is like, um, my light turned off. Did I do that? Yes, you did that. Anyway, <laughs> um, the thing with me is like, I still, even on TikTok, will still get these random like comments of like, oh, love and light or everything comes back times three and all that stuff. I'm just like, if that's your thing, that's totally fine. But I, that, that, that's not my thing. <laughs> you know what? I used to. I used to believe that you get things back just as much as like you put out, but I never thought of it as like, um, I never knew that it was like a rule or a structure. And my understanding is that that like threefold rule or the tenfold rule, that that is like a Wicca based. Oh, absolutely. Practice. Is that right? It started with Gerald Gardner in the 50s. He came up with that rule. And he also used to nitpick from close practices and incorporate them into his practice. So it, it, his thing is all man-made. All of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> I have conversations about this with my husband because he was... His mom started practicing Wicca when he was growing up. And so he's like, but my mom was like super powerful and like all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. Like that doesn't mean that she's not yielding the same magic. Uh, but I was like, but the, the way that he was 
told growing up that it has to be this specific way and that you're gonna, you know, it, and I've had, he's had the conversations with me, like people can be sending you like black magic and whatever. And I'm like, well, like let me help you. For me too, the moment that I opened my mouth on, cause I came out a little bit back in February about wanting to get into necromancy, practicing in necromancy, even buying human remains. Cause legally you can. The amount of shit that I got the moment I said that, especially because this is a human remain. Um, I mean, people just went off on me. I'm like, the, my block list was so long after that. I'm like, girl, what? So I noticed this about your page is like, you can't be like, I inhaled today because someone's going to be like, you don't deserve to have an inhale. That's exactly how it is. Like if I breathe, if I stub my toe, somebody's going to lose their mind. And I'm just like, I, I don't ever go out of my way to find people and attack people. They find their way over to my page. I defend myself and then everything just blows up. I'm just like, how did this happen? How did we get here? That. I want to ask you, so, and I told you before we started this, that I was going to kind of talk to you about this and I'm not one to bring up individual dramas, so I'm not going to do that, but I do want to tell you that, um, I see how much bullying you get online. And I say that word because I mean that word. Um, I see you get bullied on the internet by, by people who don't have a following, by people who do have a following. Um, and I know that that can, for you, for anybody, make you feel really isolated. And I just want you to know that even though I'm not the kind of person who like throws myself into somebody else's drama, I always support you and back you. And I see what happens. And if I'm like, I wouldn't fuck with that. I will block people. I'll move on, whether that's for you or for somebody else. Um, I just want you to know that, like, I know that it may feel isolating at times and like it makes your circle small because the Internet's against you. I'm never against you. I may not be the bitch that's like yelling and getting myself involved. But like if if I saw that you couldn't handle something on your own, I would. Like Patrick, like I felt bad for Patrick Willison because he he came to throw hands for me or with me and yeah. he even had to deal with crap. Mia did so many people did and I almost feel bad because it's like I didn't want them people to get dragged into this because I've been trying to handle it on my own well also you know I think that when other people started jumping in on on a recent situation that you had it wasn't just you that was going through something. Somebody was sharing videos of your child. Somebody was giving out your address. Somebody was giving your place of employment. And regardless of any problem, like I have had enemies of people that I know in real life, people who have done me wrong in actual flesh. And I would never treat somebody like that. You don't like, deserve all that. All lines were crossed. The moment that I got caught wind, I mean, the doxing thing, if it were just me getting docs, I'd be like, whatever, but my kid is hey, here. Are you in a stand your ground state where you can, where you can defend yes. yourself? Okay, cool. And also starting on June 1st, or is it July? I can't remember if it's June or July. It's July 1st. That man, cause he can, I don't, he'll be able to carry without a permit. Hey, welcome to freedom. So, I'm in Idaho. <laughs> you can edit that out if you want oh my god i will not edit that out if you're on patreon you just saw uh you just saw a video of the little gat gat 
<laughs> but like, find out. <laughs> what really pissed me off is when I woke up the next day and then a few hours later at work and a very large creator, he has like 300 something thousand followers, um, messaged me on Facebook. He was like, I don't know if you've seen this. And she, this individual had videos of my son. All lines were crossed. You're putting him in danger because you're pissed over a disagreement. Shit like that, Lucky, is the fucking reason that I do not put my child online. I barely will post a fucking family picture with him on Facebook. And and I've talked about this multiple times, but as a content creator, I know that it's very difficult to show your true authentic self and not have your kid on the internet. And I commend those of you who are comfortable doing that and are like wanting to share yourselves in that way. And you should be protected. Also, you know, the other person, they should never have pictures or videos of their children posted online and, and drug out either. Like they're babies. You right. Know? Well, I was accused of going after somebody who was pregnant, baneful wise. Can we talk about this? Can we, I don't want to talk about that specific situation, but the people who I was recently accused of sending hexes to people. And I'm just like, do you know how much I don't give a fuck about you enough to use energy on you? That's exactly my point how that get, I was how making. How does it get assumed? Like, does it have a return label that's like coming directly to your house? Like, I... I don't have time is my energy, my time, my ingredients. Like I don't make that much money as it is to want to waste all the stuff that I have on one person. I'm not going to do that. At least not anymore. See, but that's also a thing too, that like, let's keep it 100% real that like there are versions of lucky that may have been like, you know what? You bothered me today when I was scrolling your FYP and here's a little something used to be like that i will be honest with you and actually me and patrick had this conversation he messaged me on facebook he was like compared to how you were last year i'm so fucking proud of you like i feel like the big sister in the corner that's just like i'm just i'm just so proud of you like i'm trying to handle things even like these commenters on my tiktok like just do you better. block out do you block out words do you go to the filter words that people are allowed to comment on your page I do. And um, I think I put a couple in there. I got to go and add some more because there's a, some stuff that I get that is just off the wall. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. And, and maybe too, like, so you're involved in a specific part of witchy talk. Like you find yourself in the fucking dungeons of the cesspools on witch talk. I don't use the hashtag. I'll fucking block you. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I want nothing to, I don't belong. I'm everywhere the light touches. <laughs> the amount of crap that I see on this side of witch talk. And, and I don't, I mean, I've even seen poor witch foot. I'm just like, how does she, how does she do it? How? Because I, I would have lost it. at that. You know point. what? I have a lot of respect for something that she said. I saw in a video and it, it, completely is me she said um the reason that i don't give a fuck is because you exist in my phone the second that i put my phone down i live real life and you don't exist to me and I that's how that. i feel i'm i'm on tiktok because 
making content is like a creative outlet for me. What I'm not going right. to do on the phone that I pay for is give a fuck about what you say. Right. I absolutely love her. And I, I don't understand how so many people could, could honestly hate that woman. Like she's great. She really is. <laughs> I think that there are a lot of people who, you know, everybody's entitled to have their own opinion, right? Like everybody can have whatever opinion they want to. And, and that can be justified, but it's the way that people treat others when they don't agree with their opinion oh, that, absolutely. I, that I can't handle. Like I have a whole ass podcast where I talk to people who say all kinds of shit that I don't agree with. Guess what? I still host them, support them, love them through it. Like, you know, have their back if they need it. Like, come on. Like there's a specific creator that was on TikTok that I followed on Instagram. Um, All the shit that they dealt with. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm following them because I genuinely love their content. I did and still do even on Instagram. Is it somebody that you and I talked about behind the scenes last time? Yes. You know what? I think that I always feel like I'm, regardless of what happens, I always feel like I'm the person that doesn't like to see somebody just getting picked on. And the second that I see it, regardless of how, you know, aside from them being like a fucking child predator or some shit, like if I see somebody being ganged up on my what I want to do is go and be that person's support system because nobody, like people literally fucking kill themselves. People kill themselves Yes, over, and over this. Like, I know, like I'm bad. I'm not going to lie. I am terrible at answering my phone. Like when you called me, I was in the middle of cleaning my house and my head was just it all felt over the so place. weird to be making a phone call, by the way, it was ringing. And I was like, I should have just waited for her to text me. This is overkill. Like I, I felt so bad because Chris took the baby to, to his grandma's and everything like that. And I'm just running all over the place trying to get this house cleaned up and do something. And I was just like, I, I'm bad at answering my phone. And I'm certainly very bad at looking at text messages. So if I don't respond, don't take it personally. I'm just horrible at it. <laughs> you know, I am the person that's like, I will forget that somebody texted me and ghost. But at the same time, if I send a text, I'm like, do they not like me anymore? Like, what did I do? Like, fuck, I'll go fuck myself. Right. Like. <laughs> I'm just so bad at it. Like it's, I mean, even Patrick, like on Facebook, especially like he'll message me and I won't see it until two weeks later. I'm like, oops, I am so sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love Patrick. I have him and Mia. Um, so Mia is going to be on the uh, podcast this same season that you are when it drops. And I love then her. I really do. I've had Patrick on the podcast twice and we've done something on Patreon together and I'm going to do something with him and Mia on my Patreon too. I have also been the kitty whisperer as of lately. Oh my um, goodness. Hello kitty Mom, cat. There's another cat that's here. She had five orange babies and then I found this one outside. So. Oh my goodness. That's so cute. If you're on Patreon, you are seeing a very cute little kitten right now. And if you're not on <laughs> Patreon, well, you are not seeing this pussy. She is so precious. She is. So but like I some... I somehow, I don't know, well, I know who it is that's reaching out to me, but every cat in the neighborhood just comes to this house. Okay, so I was just going to ask you, you said that you had Lilith really working with you right now. What types of things is Lilith helping you through? She's helping me, especially with my shadow work, because um, there are a lot of things, especially back when I was like 
20, 21, even in my mid twenties that I just kind of like, I pushed to the side and said, I just want to forget about it. I don't want to think about it. Um, especially because I am, a you know, in recovery from, you know, drug addiction. Um, and she's helping me work through that better. Um, cause I, I just, I push, I'm really bad at just pushing t- things to the side and saying, you know what? I don't want to think about it. I, w- I just want it to go away. And it's never going to go away. I just have to, I have to find a better way to work through these things. Cause sometimes I even blow up. I'll get mad at Chris. I just get really angry. So she's been trying to work with me when it comes to like, Hey, it's all right. It's going to be all right. So you're being counseled by Lilith. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She is your new therapist. (laughs) She was like, get over here, sit down, shut up. We're going to get through this kind of thing. (laughs) I absolutely love that. Um, I really, so I had, when I just had Patrick on, I was telling you, I had him on Patreon. I had him do a dark goddess segment with me for Lilith. And I think it would be actually really cool to do something with you and talk more about Lilith because there's so many different adaptations of her and so many different things, so many different stories and like what she represents and, um, and from different regions too, and like different time periods and whatever. I think it would be really cool to hear kind of your experience with her if you're so, and like I know obviously she dates as far back as like the Babylon Babylonians and the Sumerians a lot of people when they hear the story of Lilith they're only hearing the Jewish interpretation of her because that's the most popular popular one if you go on Google and type in what's the story of Lilith that's the first one that you're going to see but there's also this uh this thing on TikTok that I've noticed, there are people that even came into my comment section saying, oh, well, she's known for unaliving children that are even in the womb. Now, here's the thing with that. And even doing my research, she loves children. She does. But when she's, I've noticed when you piss her off, she is also quick. Like if she wanted to, she could do that. She does that and have that history, especially in theistic Satanism. Right. But I don't know me personally, like out of all the time I've been working with her, I've never had, honestly, I felt more comfort than anything. Okay. I, so I feel like, is it choppy on your end or just mine? There we go. Fine to me. Oh, it fixed. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) um, (laughs) all of a sudden it was glitchy and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, I have had certain uh times that Lilith has like appeared for me when I've had like spell workings that I needed to do or yes uh shadow work things but specifically like lately I've been really getting more in touch with like my you can call it baneful if you want to but just my more um yeah I guess my more like baneful side of things and she's really stepped forward in that but I don't feel like I exclusively work with her but also within my, cause I do mentorship and I do a, um, on my Patreon, I, I do a mentorship program where we also like really dive into shadow work and they get a reading and stuff every uh, month. And Hecate seems to kind of like flock to the group. And then pretty soon somebody will be in there who's never had really much experience. And all of a sudden they're like, this goddess is just really reaching out to me. So I've started, um, like making offerings for her and using like Hecate oil and things and whatnot. And she really, I feel like helps a lot with 
some similar things as Lilith, but in a like gentler tone for some other people. I've had Hecate kind of pop in like momentarily because I don't work with her at all, but she'll kind of just pop in, just be like, oh, hey, and then just kind of leave really quick, like kind of just checking everything out. I would love to work with her at some point. That's something that when it comes to her, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that one. For me, I'm starting really small because I don't like to claim that like I have a deity because I just, I don't know, it feels possessive and fucking weird to me for myself. And right. it just, it just doesn't feel right for me. So um, I've started with like researching offerings, um, opening up conversation with other people and then just like recognizing the energy and being like, cool, like I recognize it. Here's a little song, song. Um, you know, thank you, whatever, but I don't ever like purposefully incorporate them in, into my working, if that makes sense. Like I wouldn't be like, I need self-love, heck it take them, give it to me. Well, like there are a lot of workings that I do where Lilith, I don't include her, but there, I'm not going to lie. There are also a very big handful, especially now doing self-love workings, glamour magic, things like that, where she is all up in there, just like, I'm going to help you with this. And I absolutely love that. I, the me personally, I love that. I, I love that for you. And like I said, I have seen such a transformation with you that I can tell that like the energy working that you've been doing, the shadow working that you've been doing, like your healing journey, people can say whatever the fuck they want to about you and have whatever opinion they want based off of your content. But there is no denying that you have evolved and elevated as a person. Oh, like I'm definitely trying. I'm obviously not like all the way there yet, but even like how I address people online, because I used to just blow up. Now I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to handle this with class because if I don't, I know what's going to happen. So I'm just going to take a step you're also back. Not you're also no longer making all of your videos clapbacks. And for a long time, all of your videos were just clapbacks of people's comments. And like, I saw you in this like very frustrated, whatever. And like we said, where you put your energy is where you're gonna like manifest things. So I see your content changing. And maybe do you feel like being on a new platform gave you, or not a new platform, but having to have a new page, did it make you have to evolve your content? Honestly, it made me sit down and think like the day that I got the notification, I was laying in bed, actually scrolling on my main account when it popped up saying your account has been permanently banned. And I sat there, I was like, I can't blame nobody really but myself because I don't have a filter. So I'm trying to work on getting that filter back because things just fly out. I like, like the accountability and the growth. Like I have, I, I will admit, and still once in a while. That filter is just, it's not there, but I'm trying to like put something like this over my mouth every now and again, be like, shut up, just shut up, let it go. It'll be okay. It's just TikTok. Even though it's just TikTok though, sometimes like people's audacity can be fucking triggering. Like, well, like today I, cause I posted um, a couple new services on my booking website. Cause I have it where it's just set up for like, you know, pendulum readings and stuff like that. And there was this one person who a while ago, she reached out to me. She wanted a uh, working done and I was going to be nice and do it for free just because she really, she didn't have the money. So I was like, well, give me some time because it's hard with working and little man to even find the time to do stuff for myself every now and again. 
Well, I posted the listings today and she commented on that Instagram picture uh, saying, oh, you're ignoring me and my service. Unfollow. I'm like, I was going to do it for free. Second of all, it's not even on my booking website. For third, rude. Like. <laughs> the audacity. So I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if where the sense of entitlement came from. I even told her, I'm like, when I get to it, I will. I promise you, just give me some time because I'm working and I got the baby. And she just got so upset because I didn't get to it right when she wanted to. And I was going to do it for free. Yeah. It's always the people that you're about to give them a homie hookup and they're like, fuck you, you took too long. I was like, well, you know what? Now I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> like you don't, like you have anything else going on in your life except to be there to make sure that you, I don't know, donate, <laughs> donate yourself. Like I wake up, Chris is already gone. I'm with the baby. The moment he gets home, we switch. I go right to work again. By the time I get home, I'm tired. I, I, I'm too tired to care about anything else in that moment. <laughs> Okay, I have to interrupt you because your earrings are absolutely fucking gorgeous. I got these from Spirit Halloween. No fucking way. So they're, they're um, you guys, they're pentacle hoops. Yeah, they're a little bit on the heavy side, um, but I love them. Those are gorgeous. I saw them. I'm like, I have to have them. And they were like 16 bucks. I think I had to get them offline though, because the store, they sold out. Okay. So let's get back into, um, your practice. So you've been working on, uh, your shadow workings. What type of shadow workings, like what kind of stuff are you going through? Well, that's a very personal question. And I don't mean like dive into your traumas. I just mean like, are you doing like childhood trauma things like what are you focusing on it's some childhood trauma I never had much of it but there was a handful of stuff that happened but the main main thing other than my past drug addiction is when my father passed away in 2012 because me losing him is what really took off like stemmed my drug addictions what really started that because I am not very good or at least at the time wasn't very good at trying to figure out a way to cope with things and accept things. So I chose to numb it instead of finding the right way to handle it. And I was, I, I was even talking to some people on, on Instagram, you know, Miss Honey being one of them. She, she told me, she was like, you, you definitely need to sit down and start working on accepting. I mean, obviously not completely moving on, but understanding like he's gone and that's when I started like thinking to myself, I'm like, I need to sit down and, and really focus on doing some type of shadow work to try and help myself through this. Um, and it's been getting better. It has. I still find myself, though, going and looking at my dad's photo albums and stuff, which I don't know if that really helps entirely because it'll make me definitely tear up. But I definitely am feeling. How can I put it? better than what I used to. Good. That's progress. Um, would you be okay with me pulling some cards for you? That That's fine. That's fine or yeah, you want it? Go ahead. 
I'm okay with it, really, I am. Okay. I'm gonna pull a human design card for you first. So uh, the human design deck, it points out a gift that you have, and it can be a gift that you have right now, or it can be a gift that you have been working towards and like spirits, like recognizing that for you and pointing it out. And then you also get a shadow in that. So um, it, you'll either recognize and understand that shadow right now, or it's something for you to understand, know, and acknowledge for moving forward. Okay. You got card number five, which is hardcore. Oh, those are pretty. Yeah, that's the, so I had on, um, I, I believe her name is uh, Christina with Realm of Being. And she is, she's like an expert on human design. So she like broke down my fucking chart as a podcast episode. And she, she made this deck and gifted it to me. And it's like become like a huge part of when I do readings for people. Cause I just think it's like an inspirational. Deck. I love that. I do. Okay. So the sign is Sagittarius. The gift is patience and the shadow is impatience. So the gift of patience. The beauty and nearly daunting quality about this gift is that to unearth patience requires patience. And so you must uncover it slowly and deliberately. It is like a precious gift carefully wrapped. All you wish to do is rip off the paper and retrieve the present, but the reward is that um, but the reward is that much greater when you take the time to inch by inch reveal the contents of what lies within. In fact, the reveal itself becomes part of the gift. To be patient is to be one with the pulse of life, the heartbeat of being. You trust in the natural rhythm of existence, complete with its seasons, and realize that all experiences, both exuberant and challenging, fulfill a necessary part of the greater pattern. Tension melts into ease, and you accept all that life has to offer you. Break away from structures that do not belong to you and find solace in your own rituals and altars. The shadow is impatience. Impatience is the experienced manifestation of this shadow, which is a consequence of failing to trust in the timing of life. When fear is the underlying mechanism for action, you relinquish your peace and true authentic power, a boundless strength that fuses both energies of the masculine action to do and feminine reception to receive. When lost in the shadow, you attempt to control the pace and timing of all aspects of life, an impossible task, and create action from the disharmonious place of agitation, becoming pushy or pessimistic and yielding results that reflect the core of tension. Deviating from the shadow does not mean a lack of fruitful action, i.e. complacence, but action produced from a centered place. You must get still enough to listen to your own inner guidance system versus racing the imaginary clock of your ceaseless mind. You may try to keep up with others to do things that just as others do, a reflection of conditioning, which causes you to be out of sync with yourself and your own timing. Your themes are patience, rhythms, acceptance, and ritual. Honestly, that, that really hit the nail on the head because especially what me trying to work on having patience, I'm not going to lie that. to you. I'm so fucking stoned right now. Lucky that like halfway <laughs> through, halfway through the reading the shadow part, 
I had been having like a whole conversation in my mind about what the card was doing. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm reading right now. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) That was a channeled fucking message coming through as I read that shit. I tell you what. See, Chris, he's a smoker. Like he, that man can smoke. Me, I just like my glass of wine, my beer. Because if I smoke, I feel like the cops are coming, even though nobody's coming. Um, I just can't do it. I don't know why. <laughs> you make me paranoid when you say shit like that. Let me light a candle up in here. My bad. <laughs> nah, it's all good. I saw this. Um, pausing what we're doing. I saw this video on tiktok that was talking about people were like oh the glass on my candle is breaking when i'm doing spell candles like it means something and someone was like no dipshit like it's the temperature difference and that's why it cracked the glass because it got too fucking hot and it burned and then i shit you not the next day my candle cracks while it's lit and i'm sitting here like does it mean something Probably not. It's probably a temperature thing, but I'm like, is it money? Patrick just made a video. Well, it was a little snippet from his Patreon where he talks about if the glass breaks, that means it worked for him. Whatever it is that he was doing, that means to him, it's a good sign. Hey, yeah. I've been putting hella intention into this. This is a Gemini candle and some people like to fuck around and I'm going to be protected. And, um, so I've been like infusing a bunch of different shit in this. I'm like, oh, it's the Gemini candle, like watch. And so like, it's like my protection candle. And then it popped and I was like, what? Does that I was going to say like, what if it cracked because somebody was trying to fuck with you, but didn't really get to you kind of thing? Well, you know, what's <laughs> funny to me is that people expose themselves for being like, oh my God, I got so sick and I, you know, whatever she hexed me. And I'm like, well, I wasn't bothering you, but you were talking shit about me. So I would just say that I have good protections in place and like, no. The amount of people that have accused me, like I said, even in the past, like years ago of me hexing them, but come to find out they were just stupid enough to hit my shit. And I'm just like, I didn't even lift a finger. I didn't do shit. (laughs) See, and that bothers me just because I'm like, if I wanted to fuck with you, I would fuck with you. And if it was like me as a person, if it's at the point where I feel like I have to fuck with you, I'm going to say it out loud. And everybody's going to know that everything you're experiencing is because of me, because bitch, I'm That's using exactly all of my energy. how I am. Like I used to be, and you remember on my main account, I used to go as far as if I'm doing a painful working, even tagging them people in the fucking videos. Like I have no shame of telling you if I'm going to do something. I see, but I feel like I like that. So even if, you know, we are obviously very different people, me and Patrick, very different people, me and Miss Honey, very different people, but it's the fact that there's this underlying, um, serious loyalty and honesty and trust inside of everything. I am I am individually supporting all of you and have side conversations with all of you. Something that has never not once fucking happened, Lucky, is nobody has ever talked about anybody else to me. Not ever, not once. I'm, you know, like the neutral person is always the person that like people go to and they just talk shit about other people. And 
your circle of people has never had that. I love, I love Mia. I love Patrick. I love my friend, Ashley. Um, she's a smaller creator, but she's also a part of our little group. I love all of them people. I could never, especially Patrick. Like when I see people messing with him, I'm like, he is so sweet and doesn't bother anybody. Like, why are you messing with this man? Like, leave him alone. <laughs> because people like to snuff out other people's light. I think it, I, I was just talking about this on my other podcast, like it, like a lollipop today, um, that people like to snuff out other people's light because they get uncomfortable about other people shining. And I think that people want to have something, but they don't want to have to put like the work and energy into it. Or, you know, they say things in their mind, like, I need you to go out, please. But how long? Go. I'm in the middle of recording the podcast. I get it, mama. I do. I really do. <laughs> I just need to know how much longer you're going to be out here. You don't need to know shit because I'm the parent and you have a parent inside. Leave me be. I get it. Trust me. I could be trying to go to the bathroom and he knows how to open the gate and just come right on and be like, what are you doing? Trying to crap. Like, what do you need? Trying oh, to shut in <laughs> Hunter, can you please come here? Whatever, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I don't know what I was saying. I, so. whatever. Oh, you were saying something about other people want to snuff out other people's light. Yeah, other people want to snuff out other people's light because they don't know how to do the things themselves, I think. And they go, oh, well, I could do that too. Well, then do it. That's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to like his account or even my main account, like I worked for that. You know, I never go out of my way to be like, oh, I'm going to talk shit about this person so I can gain off of it. Like, no, I made witchy content. And that's how I got my followers. I worked for it. So why can't you guys do the exact same? I think that it's, it's a, I don't know. I don't like when people build their platform off of like clout chasing. And that's right. just me. And some people, and, and it works for some people. And some people are like, but why wouldn't I? Like, why wouldn't I do that? And, and so to each their own. But for me, I would rather build slowly and build authentic communities of people who like are supporting you. I would rather have 10 people that are loyal as fuck than 200,000 people who will go talk shit about me on other people's posts. That's what I'm saying. Like I made my video. I made one video. I think it was back in like March before the whole doxing and thing like that happened. I'm like, if you could support who you want, but... If you're only on here to just cause problems or report back to whoever, you could just unfollow me. Like, that's how I'm handling it now. Instead of being, like, making all these videos and, you know, doing the shit that I used to do that got me in trouble. I'm just like, just unfollow me, please. I agree. <laughs> I, I recently got somebody who commented on one of my videos and I'm that person who like, I never call out anybody's comments. Like I'll just delete your comment and block you. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to have your weird ass vibe on my page. No, thank you. Complain about that all you want to. 
Um, but this girl commented and she was like, um, I don't like your, your hair colors at all. It doesn't even look good on you. And neither does your fucking tongue ring. I just, I don't like it. This is not a cute vibe. And I went to her profile and I shit you not. It was a country girl loves fishing proverbs. And I go and look on, and I'm not going to make fun of somebody's appearance because you can just imagine, like I went on there expecting to see like the fucking woman of my dreams. And I found cowgirl loves going fishing proverbs, you know? So that's what I found. Um, so I just made like a little video about it and was just like, Hey, you know, you could just remove me. I don't, What's the First point? First of all, I just want to say, I love the red and the black, okay? It's growing on it. me more. I love it, and I don't think you should change it. I am not changing this red out of my hair ever. You look hot with the red. I love, see, my thing is that I really love the red, and I just feel like I wish it was incorporated more, but tomorrow, I'm going to go and get like a shag wolf cut for my hair. And my hair is naturally very, very, very wavy, but my hair is just like, I feel like so long and heavy that you can't tell. Um, so I'm going to go and get that. And I think that it'll be super cute because my hair is already parted with my color in the middle. And so if I get like a little bit of a bang, a little fringy bang, I I'm think excited be to see this now. I have to see it. I have to tell them like, please don't. Like, okay, here's the thing. You have the most like chiseled angular face. I have to do makeup because my face is chunky. So what I don't I want- I love the blue chunk. <laughs> I just don't want it to like, I've had my hair cut in a way before that literally like it makes my head look like a fat square. Like imagine a square with a double chin. And listen, I love myself, okay? I love- I love my face. It's totally fine, but facts are facts. And like, if you could do something to make you look less pudgy, that's my goal. So I'm hoping that the girl tomorrow hooks a sister up. I love your face though. And you don't have a double chin. Thank you. You know what? I contour. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know. No, I totally know that. I just don't want my hair. Like, like, I don't know. I just, I hope that she Hope that she structures the hair on my face. I hope you get the right one. I don't go to the beauty parlor, like to the hair salon, because every time I tell them to cut my hair one way, it will not come out the way I tell them to. I know. And I know that that's going to happen. So I try not to have high expectations, but also I'm like, bitch, like I do photo shoots. I do content. Like you can't, please don't fuck me up. But also I don't like what I'm working with. So I, I would go in there and be like, listen. I do all of this stuff. Just please, please don't, don't mess it up. I please. will shout you out. I will fucking like, I should go in there with a ring light and be like, I'm going to film content and I'm going to tag you in it. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Maybe. Hey, you could be onto something. You could be onto something. I should have done that in my, what I did in my appointment thing. Cause I've never been here before. And I am, I'm a bitch who likes to be prepared. 
And I like to make sure that other people are prepared too with as much information as possible. So I book my appointment with this lady and it's like, do you have anything you'd like to tell your stylist or your stylist should know allergies, et cetera. And I was like, this is the kind of hairstyle that I'm looking for. I have tons of reference photos. I have like, I don't want to lose much length, but if you're going to do a trim and you have to lose some, like that's totally fine. But like, please don't cut a lot. Um, please be prepared that this is the kind of haircut that I want. Thank you. Oh, it's good. Like my, oh my God, all of the dead ends that I have, I know I need to go and get a haircut, but I know that if I go, it took me forever, even just to be able to get a ponytail like this. I know they're going to fucking cut too much off. You know what? Do you, does your hair grow slowly? It does, especially because of how much I dye it. You dye it? Well, I mean, like it already was growing. It, my hair always was like slow at growing. Now when I started dyeing it, now it just feels like it takes 20 oh, fucking years. Dyeing it. I thought you said dieting. I thought you were telling me that you were on a diet. And so I'm like, you're on a diet. And I was like, I was gonna be like have the body you want but like you're a small person I was about to be like jumping you are in here so stoned and I love it I love how stoned you are right now it's great <laughs> I'm stoned and I'm also mostly deaf so I'm reading your lips as you're talking to me <laughs> so um that happened yeah you know what I love for the podcast to be like a smoke and chill. Like, I just want it to feel like I want everybody that comes on to just feel like they're talking to their friend and get to hang out and be yourself because three minutes on an app isn't long enough to get to know you. And, exactly. You know, and you know what I think would be cool? Life. Just hear me out because I had a, I had my drink of wine. If you did like an episode where you got like maybe Mia and Patrick and you or me, Patrick and you or me, Mia and you like have another person. I think that would be awesome. That's what I want to do. And so I want to do one with Patrick and Mia, but I also think it would be cool to, um, to do one with you as well. And yeah, I think that would be so much fun. And I am so proud of Miss Honey. I want to say that when she started working with Lilith, my jaw hit the floor because I wasn't picturing that when she said that, oh, I'm working with Lilith now. And she is the love witch that always works with Aphrodite. I actually, my head snapped around so fast. I almost gave myself whiplash. I was like, what? <laughs> I love her. She's a sweetheart. And yeah. Again, like you guys, like your little circle of people, um, for out of all guests that I've had, I think that you guys are some that keep like in just the most touch with me as far as like commenting on each other's videos or supporting or whatever. Like you don't have to talk to somebody every day for you to know that like there's a mutual respect and support, you know? Exactly. Even if it just takes me making a video, because like I said, I'm bad. I genuinely am at responding to phone calls, texts, but if I can even just make a video saying, Hey, I'm okay. And I love you guys. It makes me feel good. That's how I've always been. I love that. What are some things that are going on with you right now that you just kind of want people to know about it? Is there anything that you like want to talk about touch on? Um, well, not really anything much other than like, if you guys, like anybody who follows me on TikTok that could be on your podcast um if I go like MIA for like a day or two just know it's because of like work and the baby and stuff like that I went MIA before for like a couple days 
and had people blowing me up on Facebook. Like, are you alive? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just trying to survive. I'm hanging on by a thread, but I'm okay. So, but yeah, the last few days I've just kind of been stagnant with posting, I guess you could say until like later in the evening because of the baby. I have been, I like that you have that mindset. I've been, um, stagnant about it as well. And I had somebody that had messaged me and was like, Hey, you haven't really posted in a couple of days, like just checking in on you. And when I got that message, I got like super annoyed. And I was like, I'm out here living my fucking life. Like I'm a human being, I'm living my life or whatever. And I made a video and then I got some comments that were like, that person's just looking out for you. Like, don't be frustrated. They're just, you know, like they're trying to love you. They feel a part of your life or whatever. We watch your content. And I deleted my video. That was yesterday. Oh, immediately. Because I was like, you know what? Like, that's so true. Like, that's such a projection on my end of like, I feel overwhelmed. And so I'm like, just like, I like overstimulation, but somebody doesn't know that by reaching out, you know? Like, that's how I like, I, I used to get annoyed too. And every now and again, sometimes I still feel that way. And, but I always think to myself, I'm like, these people are just checking on you. They may not actually know you personally, but they're still concerned about you, especially with everything that's been going on, on my end. Um, I get messages every day. Hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? And I feel bad because sometimes I don't see everything and I can't respond to everything. That's like, so I even have to make videos. I'm thinking about actually making one tonight saying, Hey, you know, I see you guys, but there's a lot. So, yeah. Well, I think that content that you're supposed to make or energy that you're supposed to put out there or pieces of you that you're supposed to share, you'll share when it feels right. And I, I am someone, I go like crazy fucking manic on TikTok for like two weeks and I'm posting all the time and I'm working, you know, I'm getting followers and I'm whatever. And then I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be in hermit mode. I'm doing interviews. I'm doing all these things behind the scenes. Yeah. That's exactly how I am. Like I'll, I'll post, 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 and post. And even Chris, it'll drive him crazy because I post so damn much sometimes. But then there are some days where it's like, I really just I need a break for like a week. I need to live real life. Like Well, like I said earlier, somebody left a comment. I forgot what it was, but I turned around and said, like, there is a life off of this app. There is. There's fucking real grass out there. Like, not just in your games when you're, like, designing your own farms and shit. Like, there's (laughs) real fucking grass outside. And, like, you can go put your feet in it. And there's actual water. And, (laughs) yeah. On Sunday, what I plan on doing is I might make like a couple videos, but there's a very old cemetery about maybe 10 minutes up the road. I mean, old, like 1800s old. And I plan on going there and just sitting in the fucking trees, like under the trees, doing nothing. That's my goal for Sunday. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah. I love that for you. Well, you'll have fun in your peace and relaxation. And I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast again, sharing more of your story, your journey. Um, We are going to for sure link up to do something like bonus content on Patreon for sure. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. I had fun. I did. Okay. I love you. Thank you for having me. Love you. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.